Chris and I were visibly a little embarrassed. embarrassed yeah. yeah. I didn't know she was American at first. She mm-hmm. sat down and she heard our accent. She was like, you guys American? And I was like, oh, like full pod. She was like, I'm American. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great for you. I like bees. CBs live in colonies. Buzzy MCs with a singer for emergencies. Cooperate to pollinate. Never work alone. Just don't bring a honey home to the honeycomb. Good morning. Good morning. Taiwan. Final destination. Final country before we go home. I've spent a lot of thought this week on watching other people come to Thailand and start to experience it and take it in. And I'm just like, I'm so jealous of them for getting to explore it for the first time all over again. I'm not. I love that we know our way around, especially around the island. It makes doing things and getting tasks done easier and being able to, like, meet up with people easier and share experiences with people. It's nice. I like knowing my way around. So a week. A week, yep. A fucking jam-packed week. Yeah. Because we've been putting stuff off for the whole time I was training. Because I trained for two and a half weeks, I guess. But for the last ten days, it was, like, every day. So we couldn't do shit. Yeah. And then had to cram all this stuff into the final week in Thailand. After fight was done, it was basically like recovery, right? Yeah, so I did Muay Thai again on Monday. And my fucking shin was so big and so swollen. <laughs> I couldn't even kick with my right leg on Monday. And- oh, after we went to Old Town... It was still um, decorated from Lanta Lanta Festival. Yeah. That we just missed. Yeah, I know. I was so sad that we missed it. I was talking to my nail lady, and she was just like, it's the first one that we did since COVID, and everybody went all out, and it was so much fun. And I was like, that's great. We were here for that, but we just didn't, didn't do go. it. So. so we went back to Old Town. We went to go find me my ankle bracelet, a replacement, and we couldn't. I gave you my bracelet and took your breaking bracelet. But I also found a little flower ankle bracelet, which is nice and pretty. And a cool shirt, which got a bunch of compliments when we went scuba diving. I've seen so many people since then with that like same shirt. I've only seen one person with that same shirt. <laughs> it's nice, though. I like it. Better on me. Yeah. Who wore it better? I did. Obviously. Gonna... Yes, you wore it better. <laughs> All the buildings in Old Town are all on stilts over top of the ocean. Mm. And we went to the top floor and kind of like sat and took in the ocean view. Mm. And we had some pretty good food, I think. It was I, actually really delicious. It if, was very delicious. If food. I recall. We had a chicken penang curry. Oh, with these little, they look like wasabi peas, but they're super like bitter and tangy. And they're distinctly Thai. Yeah, they look like giant capers. And they're in, yeah, they look like giant capers and they're, yeah. or, or green peppercorns. And they're yeah. in all of the curries. And they're like not much fun to bite because <laughs> they taste really weird. And eventually looked it up and found out they're mini eggplants. Just hardened. Thai eggplant. Like, yeah, super weird. I wonder what flavor they actually bring, though, right? Because, like, they've got to bring something. Oh, they do, yeah. I did eat some of them. You crunch on them, they got flavor. Yeah, no, they got flavor, but, like, if it seeps out slowly, then it must, like, really contribute to, like, the Thai flavor of things. It's like a savory bitterness, kind of like... But the Thai is... Like, like lime, the, but not sweet. Yeah, but, like, the curry's not bitter. 
I mean, it is a little bit, but it's really mellowed out with coconut milk, right? I guess so. Anyway, <laughs> super good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we had some really good food there. And we went scuba diving, finally, mm-hmm. this cluster of five islands on the horizon called Koha, Five Island. Yeah. And Koha Yai. Koha Yai means big. Mm. So Kolanta Yai is big. Big island. Big island, Lanta. Where's the small Lanta island? It's the one where you have to cross the bridge where we drove oh, all around. Oh, that's the small Lanta island. Mm. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> He's so little. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, little guy. <laughs> so we've been planning to go scuba diving at this spot forever. It was so cool because, yeah, we've been staring at these five islands from a distance for so long, wondering what they would look like. And when we did get there and we were on the boat approaching the islands, man, it was so cool to just, like, see these giant... Like limestone yeah. cliff faces. Yeah. A lot like what we've seen in... Halong Bay and... But different foliage on, on top. Where else did we see limestone islands? Uh, we saw a bunch in... It was after Vietnam, so it has to be either Cambodia or Thailand or Philippines. It was Thailand, actually. It was when we did the four island trip. But yeah, we finally got our shit together and planned to do a big scuba dive. We did a bunch of research to find out the best company to go with. And we found this place that had five stars and did our little... Negotiation. Snickle, can, we, can we get a little money off? Yeah, hey. can we work it out? You know, hey. we're going to drive our own scooter up to the scuba place. So we can yeah. maybe... You don't need to pick us up. How much <laughs> does that cost? <laughs> Which actually cost pretty penny. 500 baht. 25 bucks. Yeah, we drove up the day in advance and met one of the guys who manages the company and got fitted for our suits. And I was starting to get really excited and mm. getting the wetsuit on and everything. And then we had to come back for 7 o'clock the next morning. Mm-hmm. So we got up super early. Got on the scoot, drove out back to the scuba place, and then they take you in a truck with a group of other people to meet up on the boat. So we went back to the pier that we arrived on Colanta mm-hmm. at Saladan. Saladan Pier, where like it's funny how that's like the artery Colanta. Yeah, and we met a lot of interesting folks, and we were probably some of the like most junior divers on the boat. There ended up being what like what would you say, fifteen people on the boat? I would say that, yeah. yeah. Plus the scuba instructors, instructors or yeah. guides. Yeah, so plus the Thai crew, probably like twenty five people in total. Mm. Yeah. It took like two hours or an hour and a half to mm-hmm. maybe get out to Koha. Yeah. yeah. And we were split into groups of four, and our guide was Thai. I think he was the only Thai guide. Everybody yeah. else was expat. Yeah, Thor was the only one. Thor. Tor. I wonder if Thor is Thor, but they don't pronounce the T-H because he's Thai. It, it is. I saw it on the board. It was T-H-O-R. So our guide was Thor? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thor guided us through the five islands. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Mm-hmm. For Asgard. And the other two people in our group were both tech folks. And yep. A little couple, and they've been traveling for six months and nine months to go. Yeah. Prachetas has been traveling the whole time, but Fulvia has been um, traveling for, she said, three months, and then she went back home for three months, and now she's back out again for nine months. Yeah, they took a break. They did Europe, and then she took a break and went back to Panama. Yeah. And he stayed out in the world and finished off Europe and did the Middle, Middle East, East. Yeah. and then they met up again in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Totally different trip than ours, though, because they're working. Yeah. Like, Prochetis has a small consulting company. He has four people still delivering work. And Fulvia is in product management at a crypto company. So they're still raking in cash, so they can, like, experience whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they're, 
the trip has definitely been a little bit more extravagant, extravagant than ours. Because yeah. Prochetas is like, oh, how many times have you guys been diving? And we're like, oh, this is our first time since yeah. getting certified. Yeah, and they're like, he's like, I've been diving 17 times. This is my 17th time. And it's just like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, All well, right. good for you. We don't have any money left. But. Yeah, it's- <laughs> And he's just like, yeah, it's really expensive to dive. And we're like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, pros and cons, though, because, like, Fulvia has meetings at, like, four in the morning and at, yeah. like, one in the morning. And they and... still have to make do with the day and, like, explore as much. So yeah. that's It's just that's a different kind of trick. Like, yeah. I'm pretty happy with how we managed it. Me too. Honestly, just, like, really living in each country has been really nice. Retiring in each country? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, seeing what life would be like if we were to just be like, we have all the time in the world. Let's just go walk around. Let's go find this place. Let's get to know this person. It's I re- nice. I really feel like the quality of our retirement and retirement planning when that time comes is going to be much better now, honestly. Now that we've done this? Now that yeah. we have a much better sense of what we care about and yeah. what kind of experience we prefer and, yeah. and how sustainable it really is to be how adventurous. Yeah. And like, yeah. I honestly think that this was yeah. pretty solid investment from that Speaking standpoint. Speaking of which... I can just imagine us being that, um, there's this old couple on the boat that, like, they were kind of, like, rocky, like, they couldn't really, like, walk very well, but they were, they were good divers. They were I'm good sure divers. they were, yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, yeah, fucking rock it. <laughs> yeah, keep living. Yeah, seriously. It was so funny, you recognized that old dude from the gym because yeah. he, he went to our same gym where I've been training, Yeah. and I didn't recognize him. But because he, you've been... Oh, because at the bottom and I've been working right. out at the top. Yeah, That's I've been where he is. down in the ring. Yeah. But he recognized me. He's like, mm-hmm. no training today? And yeah, I was like, no. He always walks over and he chats with me while he watches like all the Muay Thai trainers. Uh, yeah. It's so funny. For how much of a blip doing Muay Thai was in my life, like I got so much validation for it. Like mm-hmm. so many people were interested in it and ask about it and mm-hmm. like recognize me for something it's just it's just so weird no training today no 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 i'm retired <laughs> <laughs> retired i'm all done <laughs> yeah so we did two dives that day and it wasn't quite as vibrant as when we dove in bali there was a lot more current than expected yeah and you had small fins on i had oh my god I'm just glad that I'm a very strong swimmer. Yeah, you must have been tired. Maybe that's why you weren't cold and I was, because I was just, like, drifting along. Yeah, I was fucking kicking. <laughs> yeah, with my, like, mermaid fins, and, and you're just like, ah! like a Like a duckling, just going ape shit under the surface. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I had really tiny fins. And I was trying to, like, make them work for me, so instead of flutter kicking, I was like... Oh, really? stroking, oh, yeah, man. so that I would actually be able to float for longer, but also have enough power to, like, propel myself forward. Yeah, that's way harder. It was a cool dive, though. Both dives were cool dives, and we did see mm. a lot of stuff. There was much more, like, big fish, like, fish that looked like yeah. tuna. Yeah, they were huge. And I think that that's the difference between, like, like an open water dive and a shore dive. Because with a shore dive, uh, yeah. you get, like, small fish. That's a good like, point. Yeah. Yeah, because we actually did the big step off the back of the boat and everything. Yeah. There was some cool wildlife, too. Like, I saw my first, like, nudibranch that I'm aware of, mm. and it was, like, bright blue and white, which was kind of cool. And we mm. saw clusters of, like, the blue lobsters, but we were so deep underwater, they didn't really look blue. They just, everything looked kind of gray. Yeah, but you could see, like, the big antenna whisker thing. Yeah. And, like, they were just, like, sticking out. 
It was so cool. It was fun to, you know, it's funny. We didn't know Fulvia and Prochetis at that point, mm. but like they seemed pretty chill and they were like hanging back and doing their own thing. And they clearly dove together like quite, quite a few times. Quite a bit. Yeah. And we were sticking pretty close to our guide and they were just like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Like having a good time. But even at that point where we hadn't really talked to them, like we functioned well as a group. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're kind of in between our ages, I guess. So like yeah. similar age to us. And Tor was really nice too. Tor was great, yeah. Yeah, and we. It was so funny. He was like, "When you clear your mask, you can't kick up." And I was like, "I'm not kicking up. I'm just holding my breath." And then I float because I try to exhale, but then I don't sink. (laughs) He was just like, "You need to breathe out more." And I was like, "Yes, I know." I had to clear my mask so many times. Me too. Because it was like leaking. Yeah, but (laughs) it's okay. And we had a great lunch. They made us curry on the boat. And everything. Mm, that lunch was so good. It was super that good. That food was so good. It was super sunny. It's been so nice to get my tan back after yeah. being in Philippines. Like, I'm finally, like, dark again. Just in time to come to Taiwan, where it's, like, Canada temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm dark as shit. Yeah, we both are. Honestly, this is, like, peak for me, at least. Like, I'm Which is funny, because whenever you stand beside art, you look, like, white. Like, you look so like you white. just got here. Oh, I always, like, when I'm in, when I was in Thailand, like, I always see people that make me feel like I just got off the freaking boat. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, I've been working so hard. But I did start to see a lot of white people that I was like, holy fuck. Like, and you are pale. You should get out of the sun. Like, you're getting sunburn on your organs right now. Oh, no. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. Or tourists that are super burnt. Really? Yeah, but they're still out and about walking in because the sun, that's yeah. how you get baseball glove brown. Yeah, baseball glove skin texture. Yes. Like yeah. my face. Rough and tough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. people that are so burnt. I'm like, thank God that's behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so sad when we're back in Canada and I'm just another fucking pale potato. That's going to make me so sad. Pale potato because you're Irish? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just starchy. <laughs> Just starchy and tasteless. <laughs> oh, no. Got no soul. Just filled with potato. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So the dive day was great. And we, it was great. It was so nice to finally go out and explore those islands. And then when we were on the way back from the dive, looking at them, like, becoming the distance again. Mm. And it was just like, yeah. yeah. On our second dive, I do want to mention we saw another sea turtle. And I'm oh, yeah. so grateful for seeing all these turtles all over the place. Yeah, they're so cool. And once Tor showed me where the sea turtle was, I just hung out near there. And it went up for air, and it was just so beautiful. Just watching it swim so gracefully. So happy. I was so happy. You do really like it underwater. I love it underwater. I'm always so happy underwater. Maybe we're going to be a scuba diving family. That sounds like fun. Yeah, we can take our kids on scuba trips and different. That can be like the reason that we go to different places. Amazing! I would love that. I wonder what age is appropriate for you to start at, so that like you're aware of your breathing, you're aware of the rules, you're aware of the breathing. I bet like eight. Yeah, eight sounds about right. Man, I can't imagine having learned anything that required discipline at eight. But I think if you try to, you can teach kids. Yeah. You know what would be cool? Is if, like, you help a child develop that identity and then they just, like, move somewhere and become, like, a scuba diving instructor when they're, like, 18. 
Yeah. And then you can just go visit your kid and just be like, show us the coolest reefs. Sweet. Let's have a child. <laughs> just for that. <laughs> you gotta wait 18 years for it to evolve, but... And hopefully they actually are develop. drawn to no. scuba diving. Too bad that they're not like Tamagotchis where you can't just like put it in a drawer and it'll grow over time by itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then we came back and Prachetas was like, oh, what are you guys doing later? Do you want to go for dinner? And I was like, oh, I have a call in the morning that I need to prepare for. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, man, I wish I could go for dinner with you guys. but. And I was already feeling a little out of it that day. I was very like antisocial. All on the boat. I mean, it has gotten a bit harder to be an extrovert over time. Yeah. But also, the people on the boat didn't really, like, fit my vibe. Yeah, a lot of them were a bit older and a bit just in different places. And, like, even Cretaceous and Folia were, like, more career-oriented than we're feeling at the moment. Mm. And it was, like, quite a professional vibe. Like, a lot of fairly affluent, like, successful people just going out doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, we're that's... like, we're broke ass, like, I'm just here just <laughs> we're to... just bummy travelers. But... <laughs> just to experience life. <laughs> the thing is that those really are our people. That's just not what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had a call with uh, my old boss in the morning. My old boss. My old boss. And that night we went to Laughing Bird for dinner. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's like this, like, fancier restaurant that's right beside the place that we usually go. And we had a bit of, like, a more upscale experience. The food Mm -hmm. was good. Mm -hmm. And it was still, like, not expensive by Canadian standards. And they had a really delicious banana creme brulee. Oh, yeah, that banana creme brulee was to die for. Yeah. It was... It was was perfectly set. It was wonderful. Four out of five. (laughs) Four out of five stars. Laughing bird. Um, And Jess had a giant rack of pork ribs. And I ordered this duck with... Duck confit. And you had a glass of wine, which we haven't really been doing. Yeah. It was nice. It was a nice little treat ski. Yeah. And then we went to Muay Thai in the morning. Oh, and I messaged Prachetas because, you know, we did talk to him in Fulvia a little bit. We didn't, like, become besties or anything. But mm. because he put himself out there and asked if we wanted to go for dinner, and I said no, I was like... You know, I, I am doing Muay Thai, though. Would you would you want to experience that? Yeah, and he was like, well, how about later in the week? And I was like, oh, man, it's our last week in Thailand, so, yeah. like... I've got, you know, this call, and then we're doing this paddle boarding, and we've got dinner with these other people, and, like, I'm free, like, a couple times during the day to, like, go to the beach if you want, but, like, it's pretty packed, and it felt a bit like I was blowing him off, so I was like, but if you want to come to Muay Thai, I'll be going Wednesday and Friday in the morning, and he was like, yeah, you know what, I'll come, and he ended up having, like, eight beers, he said, the night before with with those two finance guys, and still came to Muay Thai. He did all right. Yeah. After he came to Muay Thai with us, what did we do? We spent a day just hanging out, and then we ended up meeting up with Jaya, Mo, and Mike. Yeah, the Scots. Yeah. So Jaya is this girl that we've talked about before that does Muay Thai with us. Mo is her... Mom. Mom, who's like this older Scottish woman who like really likes to drink and party, and you can tell she's had a hard run. It's been a bit hard on her body, but she's just like such good people and such good spirits, yeah. and just like yeah, pretty easy guy. I really like Scottish people. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. And then Mike is this like tall, gooby motherfucker that we met the night of the fight, who ended up 
coming to support Chris because he was just like, oh, I'd like to hear about this person. So we met them for dinner at Drunken Sailor where we just had dessert before. Uh, It was so funny. Mike was so plastered the night of the fight and he kept on like looking over at me and he's just like, you're wonderful, you know, you're wonderful. And I was like, thank you, Mike. Thank you. That's that's how you make a first impression. Yeah, <laughs> just keep complimenting that's the how person. You make you're, friends. You're, 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 you're wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad to be here, and you're wonderful. And you're like, you should be here more often. <laughs> yeah. I like you. You're positive. Uh, <laughs> but the night that we met them all for the three Scots for dinner, he was apologizing profusely because he's like, "Oh man, I accidentally invited this other lady." And, like, she's totally going to suck up all the air in the room. And we were outside, so sucking up all the air is a feat. But she did it. (laughs) Like, I swear to God, we needed to get our scuba gear on just to breathe. (laughs) But, yeah, she was a lot. She was an American woman who, I don't know, she's probably, like, 50 or something like that. And she was so drunk, so opinionated, clearly considered herself super liberal and, like... Yeah, very progressive. Progressive. And, like, I'm not like those other Americans. I don't like Trump. And I'm, you know, enlightened and... Yeah. But still was just, like, so aggressive and crass and rude. Just, like, snapping orders at the servers and, like, you know, tell the owner that I'm here and, like... Tell the kitchen staff that it's for me. Yeah. Because they'll they'll know who I am. Great way to get your food spit in. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, she has been on the island for eight years and she has a business, so she She's, like, employing Thai people, and she's, like, trying to contribute to the community, but it's been... Contributing to her sense of entitlement. Yeah, (laughs) and it's a little bit hard to see that, because you can tell that, like, the staff really didn't want to engage with her. Yeah, they really seem to not like her. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like she's come in before and done the same sort of... It was a lie. Because as she said 20 times, she just lives right over there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I just live right there. Right there. (laughs) Do you, do you, Jen? Man, I wish Sarah was there because at one point I asked her, I was like, sorry, where do you live? She's like, just right over there. And I was like, hmm, okay, cool. And Mike looked at me and he's just like, nice. (laughs) Yeah. She and Jaya's mom got in an argument about the definition of sushi. And sashimi. And sashimi that went on for way too long. And she just like so needed to be right. Which ended up involving a French guy from From a different table table, being like, okay. like, Excuse me, I can settle this for you. Yeah, I can settle this for you so that you guys can fucking stop talking about it because that's all I'm listening to right now. And Jen was like, yeah, but he's fucking French. And just like, what? And she's just like, she's like, okay, okay, yeah, thanks for telling me. But no, you're wrong. And he just, like, fucking just, like, went back to his table. Just like, all right. Yeah, Chris and I were visibly a little embarrassed. Embarrassed, yeah. I didn't know she was American at first. She mm-hmm. sat down and she heard our accent. She was like, you guys American? And I was like, oh, like, full pod. She was like, I'm American. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great for you. Yeah. But we ultimately still had a great time with Mike and with Jaya and with Mo. And, and with, the food was good. And with Jen, too. Not everything about her was terrible, but it, it, she just added a little strain to the good time. But she yeah. ultimately was a good group. Yeah. Yeah, Mike felt so bad the whole time. For inviting like, her. Yeah, yeah. The whole time he was sitting there just, like, looking at her. And he just, like, looked down. And, like, whenever she would say something a little bit crass, he'd, like, look down and just be like, oh, God. 
And then, you know, typical Scott, like, he's trying to lighten up the mood the entire yeah. time. It's so funny when you think about the dynamic. Like, you've got three Scots, mm. two Canadians, yeah. like, super easygoing people. Yeah. And then one belligerent American. Drunk as shit. Drunk as shit. Just, yeah. like, dominating the room and just being like, fuck, shut up. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> again, because we were outside, a bunch of other people were also having dinner every, outside. Every table around us was, like. So fucking annoyed. So annoyed. <laughs> and it was all Jen. At one point, she asked where we were staying, and I said it was owned by the owner of the Diamond Cliff. And she said, oh, I know that place. Yeah, they used to sell shark fin soup, and so nobody went there. Everybody boycotted that place. And then I confronted the owner, and I was like, you sell shark fin soup, but he'd only owned it for a few years. And he was like, no, that's not me. That's not me. Yeah. And Jess and I were immediately like... Don't say shit about him. Like, he cares so much. Yeah. Our experience has been so good. He's this amazing guy. Like, his intentions are always in the right place. Like, like I can't imagine him doing anything that would... Be bad for the environment of the community. And, like, yeah. I I had a medical emergency and he dropped everything while he's running two business, three businesses in the middle of the day to drive me to the doctor that he takes his children to. Like, he's gold. You shut your, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> How dare you? How yeah. dare you sully his name? Yeah, we weren't having it. Yeah, no, 100%. Both of our, mm-hmm. like, the fur on the napes of our necks would have, like, stood up. Our hackles yeah. were rising. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> we were both, like, immediately, like, no. Like, we put up with it. a lot from you, but, yeah. yeah. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was nice to chat with Jai and Mo. Um, I was sad that we didn't get to see them again on Friday yeah. to say goodbye. They're so nice. Mo's so nice. Jai is so sweet. Mike's mm. so funny. Like, yeah. I'm really glad that we made a point to meet up with them for dinner. Me too. It was an exciting night. But it yeah. did make me really realize that I didn't want to do what she was doing. Like, that was my learning from that evening is, yeah, she spent eight years in Thailand and became part of the community. But she was, like, still living it like a vacation. And, like, yeah, she had a business and she did work things. But she hadn't worked on herself over that time. Yeah. And was just, like, living the dream, like a typical expat. Yeah. Man, American expats are the worst. Fuck. Let's not generalize. Sorry. A number of American expats I've met have been the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sure some of them have been good. Um, They just don't stand out, like, bright, shining neon lights in my memory. It made me appreciate that if I came somewhere, I would really want to be a positive force in the community and Absolutely. actually like contribute to building something yeah. like a net benefit to the community that I yeah. have chosen to be a part of. Yeah. Cause like you're getting a lot of comfort and a lot of resources and a lot of people's time and attention and affection. You should be giving back more than that because yeah. of that hospitality. Agreed. And that was what Wednesday night. Yeah. Man, what a long day. What a bunch of long fucking days. Yeah. And then Thursday, I just wanted to like laze around and prepare for, yeah. I had a call on Friday. Thursday was like a last chore day. So we drove around. Went to Horizon Bar to pick up supplies. And then we went all the way up north to Saladan, basically, to get some gas, pick up some more stuff, and got yourself a little little five-star chicken, a little 29 yeah, baht piece. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Until dinner mm. with Prochetis. Oh, yeah. Thursday night, we ended yeah. up having dinner with Prochetis and Fulvia because... Yeah. We had plans to go paddle boarding that night, 
and we ended up moving those plans because I had a call Friday morning and yeah. I didn't want it to be too busy. Or he was like, now that you guys don't have plans tonight, maybe yeah. you're available for dinner? And I was like, yeah, yeah fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, because it was their last night on Colanta anyways. Yeah, because they were leaving Friday, Friday, afternoon. Friday afternoon at 2. After a little bit of deliberating, we ended up settling on Diamond Cliff, which is good because it was our last chance to have dinner at Diamond Cliff too. Yeah. Unfortunately, Odd, our host, wasn't in town for the last couple of days because he's been sick and his son is sick, so they had to go to the doctor. Yeah. In Krabby. I guess there's a strain of COVID going around or something, but... People are sick in Canada. People are sick in Thailand. People are sick in Canada? Need to test her positive for COVID. Like oh, she, oh, right, right. And she's quarantined away from her coworkers. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we didn't get to say goodbye to Odd, but we messaged him profusely. Yeah. <laughs> and he messaged us back profusely. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. And we had been planning to have a night where we would have a drink together. Because he, he let me try this really delicious... Thai rum it was so smooth and this like Thai whiskey that was also really good it was kind of like a bourbon-esque and I was really looking forward to having some drinks with him one night and just like bullshitting and talking about his business and maybe giving him some guidance in terms of our experience and just asking him about what he's struggling with because I've got you know I've got a very particular set of skills yeah but unfortunately during the week that we had off, Odd was not doing well. Mm, so. He wasn't drinking. And then yeah. on Friday, the very last day, it was kind of a sad day. The last Muay Thai class said goodbye to everybody. Prochetas came again and he brought his girlfriend this time, brought Fulvia. This was the, the morning after we all had dinner together. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty good group. Jaya and her mom didn't make it to training that last day. But that's okay. We had a good yeah. farewell. Mo messaged me and she's just like, yeah, we got into it last night and just, you know, drank a lot again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad because she's like... She's really trying not to. She's really trying not to, but she has a real problem with alcohol. She's like, I binge drink and I get really, really sick and then I I don't drink for a few days and like I'm trying not to do that. And you can tell she's just like trying to hold it together to be a good mom. She's also just like trying not to smoke as much and yeah. Mm. As Jaya like lights up a cigarette right in front of her. (laughs) Same with Mike. Yeah, smoking in front of her. I noticed that when... I mentioned that I used to smoke, that I smoked yeah. for 10 years, and then I stopped. Yeah. And then Jaya looked kind of like self-conscious about smoking. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Really. Yeah. But I mean, she's like 18. I think still at the point where like smoking feels sophisticated. Or it's just like part of her friend group, her like social culture. Yeah, but that's part of it is like yeah. we do this adult thing that adults do because we're so like adult. Sure. Yeah. And to be around people who are like, yeah, I used to do that. It's not really cool anymore. And like, you know, I hate to be that guy, but I was, you know, I care about JMO. And when I was asking about like our college plans and I was like, I really recommend like if you have a chance, like you should think about going to college. Yeah, like Mike, it makes a difference. And Mike said the same Mike thing. said the same thing. Yeah. And I think it's important to be people who are like aspirational in a way, you know, it's just like, I'm not forcing anything on you, but here's what I know and I wouldn't have changed it, but you know, like your life is yours. You get to decide what you want to do. This is just extra information for you to consider and and that's fair. I hope it got through. So we said our goodbyes and Muay Thai, just super sad all day. And then we finally... Got to do our paddle boarding into the sunset mm, on Friday. That was so nice. We had laundry that we were waiting to come back. So we spent the day kind of like getting our room ready and prepping stuff and waiting for our laundry so we could actually pack our bags. Yeah. We ended up going to get some massages. Our last cheap massage of the trip. Yeah. I had a Thai massage because my 
freaking hip is still bothering me from Muay Thai because I basically disintegrated all the cartilage in my left hip. It's yeah. gone now. It sounds like a pepper grinder when I walk. Not not actually. <laughs> um, but I got a Thai massage. Just got an oil massage. It was the best oil massage that I've had for a while. It was so relaxing. I felt so good. And then we came back. We packed our bags. And then we went to... Rasta Chill. And we rented these two stand-up paddle boards that we've been looking at like the whole time we're in time. Every time we go to Rasta Chill Bar, they're parked on the beach. Yeah. Brought the and Go- GoPro was so out. cute. He was just like, they're usually 200 baht each, but I'll give you both for 200. Yeah. And one had this like long wooden paddle because he lost one of the paddles. Yeah. It was so awesome. It was awesome. Got lots of like pictures at sunset and just like being out there and watching our last sunset in Colanta from the ocean. It was a beautiful one. It really it was. It did not disappoint. There was no clouds and it was just this like glowing red ball slowly sinking below the horizon. It was so brilliant. Yeah. The, the water was a little choppy. Yeah. Um so there was no standing on the stand up paddleboard. You did actually manage to stand for a little while. Yeah, I stood for a while. It was harder than I expected. And the water was also choppy. And there were all these jellyfish in the water that we, we kept seeing, like, yeah. floating little bobbing jellyfish balls. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> yeah, unless you fall on one. Yeah, that's um, true. And I eventually, as we were going back in, I tried to stand up one last time and completely ate shit. The board was, like, <laughs> starting to go wonky, and I was, like, kind of standing, and I thought it would be smart to drop my center of gravity, so I did, like, a butt drop. Just like, whoa, whoa, and then just like flung my legs out from underneath me to sit down on my butt. But the board was tilted, and when I fell on it with my butt, I just flipped straight into the water. Yeah, <laughs> and I had a pocket full of bills, and I had my sunglasses on my neck, and I was like, ah! Trying to save everything. Trying to save everything. Yeah. Thank God the GoPro had a floaty, so I wasn't as worried about it. But, yeah. you know, it wouldn't have been Santa paddleboarding if somebody didn't fall in at least once. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, that little boy at Brasta Chill Bar that always has no pants on, it's like playing in the water and we came up and as we were like paddling he was so back excited in, to see us. he wanted to come up and like give me a high five and yeah. I did and then he like started trying to climb on the paddle board and he had no clothes on and I'm like, little naked boy, you don't get on my paddle board with me, get out of here with your little yeah, butt. giving you the goat again <laughs> he tries to climb on. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I went in to pay for the stuff, just was playing with like a soccer ball with him or something yeah and he got i think stung by a jellyfish on his wiener and that's what yeah. you get that's what you get for swimming in it your birthday so suit funny <laughs> he like wanted me to like throw the ball into the water so that he would go fetch it and like so i did i threw it out into the water and as he was running towards it all of a sudden he was just like ah! and then like grabbed his wiener and like just stood in the water and looked real sad <laughs> I was like, that's okay, little guy. So then I went to go retrieve the ball for him. Yeah, that kid is always naked. <laughs> Even when we were eating dinner at Mama's, just across the street from Rasta Chill Bar. Yeah. And I was like, look over there. There's a fucking little boy coming down the Rasta just Chill driveway. Out naked, following some, some guests. But naked. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's the life, right? Like, I guess. You could be naked on a beach and just, like, hang out in the water. Why wouldn't you? I suppose. Yeah, he's really living the dream. He really is. That's some, like, child privilege right there. Maybe I'm jealous. Maybe that's what it is. That's I think, my, like... I think it's, I think it's jealousy. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it. I wish I could show my dick and balls. Just play in the water. Frolic around on the beach. <laughs> So we finished our paddleboarding experience. We came back and we loaded up our bags because we had to get up at four in the morning to fly to Taiwan. But so after we packed our bags, we went on a little trip. Um, yeah, we ate some Snickers bars and went and hiked down to 
the beach below Diamond Cliff. And we were planning to go out there and have a fire and like sit and watch the stars. But we ended up not having a fire. We didn't really need it. We didn't really need it. But I did end up getting quite cold. And it was super dark. Like there's lights from the restaurant. But and we hadn't been back there and done that since like New Year's when we mm-hmm. had our little New Year's Eve fire. Yeah. When we got down to the sand, there's all these lights because there's these boats that do nighttime fishing and they've got these bright green lights that they light up on the sides of the boat to attract fish. Kind of like when we were in Halong Bay, there was nighttime squid fishing available on the, the cruise and they lit up these bright green lights to attract squid. So there were all these bobbing bright green lights in the distance. It was so crazy almost like hallucinogenic and one like glowing red light over the horizon that we do and when we were walking down i said to chris i was like man it looks like monster eyes just like peering over the water like little crab eyes speaking of crabs we walked all the way down the stairs from the restaurant to get to the beach long ass stairs and then when we got down there and it was nighttime on the beach, we're right on the shoreline and the water's all black, right? It's like dark at night. There's stars like over the whole sky. And there were so many crabs right so on the water many. line. Big ones too. Yeah, all like scuttling along and like moving out of our way as we walked down the beach. Yeah. We found a big log to sit on and just like, sat and talked for like hours. Three hours, four yeah. hours. The way that the lights were on the restaurant above the beach and off kind of in the distance made it look like a little forest village, like each little light. Like a little fairy village. Yeah, like a little fairy village in the trees, like each little light was like a little house. If you squint your eyes, you could almost imagine the little like fairies moving along in there. Yeah, it's like the setup of Hook, you know, like in the trees where oh, like yeah, every yeah. single one has like a little house with like a totally. little light hut. Yeah. And there were paper lanterns that somebody was lighting up yeah, in the distance over through, the hill. Yeah. and. So, like, every half hour or something, there'd be, like, a red, like, paper lantern, like, float up in the distance. We just watched Spirited Away, the anime film about this, like, fantastical spirit town in Taiwan, I guess. And it just felt like you could almost imagine it. It was just, like, so surreal and, like, ethereal. The way the lights were coming down on the water, too, because the water's super dark, but the way the light was coming on it, it almost looked misty. And it really looked like we were in one of those like velvet art paintings in like a, a mall that you buy, like the, with a black background and like misty water and like twinkling lights in the distance. It was super cool. And we had great conversations. Yeah. It was such a beautiful last night in Thailand. It was a beautiful last night in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the best part is that we ended up doing everything that we wanted to do that were the almosts of our last trip yeah, here. And finished off with internalizing all the things that we'd experienced over that time. I mean, not, just, in not just our time in Thailand, though. We talked about basically our entire trip. Yeah. It was impactful. It was. And super intimate. There were a lot of shooting stars, too. Man, that was so cool. Honestly, I have never seen that many stars in my life. And I wanted to also mention, while we were on the beach... You know how, like, constellations have, like, those, like, little white lines in between them? Mm. So that it maps out, like, what they look like? While I was down there, like, looking up at the stars and seeing the constellations, I think maybe whoever drew those out also had astigmatism because my astigmatism <laughs> allowed me to see the lines. And I was like, oh, I could totally see what's happening That there. might have been your astigmatism and might have been something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know which one to credit. All right these now. stick figures in the sky playing out this like, giant play. <laughs> and it 
was cool to watch the shooting stars and we laid there basically until just started shivering so we just had like a sarong on the sand and yeah the sun had obviously gone down a long time ago so the sand on the surface was getting cold but if you'd like push your feet down underneath the top sand layer the sand underneath still Still had all this warmth from the day it was so cool which is funny because during the day the more sand you dig it's cool underneath right yeah you know what we should have done is before we laid the sarong down, we should have dug away the top sand layer. Mm-hmm. But then it would have been damp. It would have been, yeah. And then with the wind coming in, it would have made it cool off much faster. We, Either way. So we went back up. We walked home. Yeah. All of our stuff was packed. And all we had to do was just go to pass sleep. out. Yeah. Except I had to tell Jess a story about a gallant gecko that would <laughs> protect her in the night to stave off the evil lobsters when she closed her eyes. <laughs> You know, there is a very big part of me that now really just wants, like, a gallant gecko tattoo. Gallant gecko? Yeah. We can make a cartoon about that. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's a gallant gecko. <laughs> yeah. I think gecko is just a spirit animal for sure. At least on this trip, yes. At least on this trip. So we went to sleep at what, like, 11? No, we went to bed at, like, 1. No. Okay, maybe 12. Maybe 12. Maybe 12. And then my alarm went off at four in the morning. Solid yep. four hours of sleep. Yep. After getting up at 5.30 that morning, mm. because I had a call with a company that I was interested in working with, so many long days. We really made the most out of our last week in yeah. Thailand, but like we compressed three weeks of activities and events into a week after yeah. my crazy intense training to fight for like two weeks. And man, yeah, that's that's living that is living. Mm-hmm. That's that's really pushing it. And you know what? It's like we didn't go scuba diving 17 times and couldn't have afforded going scuba diving 17 <laughs> times. But it's not like we didn't do stuff. Like, Plus, like, whatever you would trade and stuff, I would find myself in new places and new situations. And I got to explore the island a lot more. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and then the next morning at 4 o'clock, we grabbed our bags and... Got a shuttle, a private van, to the Krabby Airport, and mm-hmm. spirited us away. Yeah, and then that began our eighteen-hour journey <clears throat> to Taipei. This wonderful room that we're in, where it is quiet, cool, comfortable. Man, the bed is amazing. The pillows are amazing. You know, actually, I think I might like to say goodbye to Thailand, and then we can talk about Taipei. Okay, sure. I want to give a big thanks to. Art, my Muay Thai trainer, and his wife, Jep, and the trainers there. Thanks to all the massage therapists. I got like 10 massages in the last three weeks in Thailand. Yeah. And to Odd and his family, obviously, and all the staff that took care of us. Mm-hmm. All the local restaurateurs who really cared about the experience that they were building. Yeah. The community that grew up around us and the people we met through the activities that ended up feeling like a little kind of expat family. Yeah. Especially because when we came back, we all of a sudden were welcomed back with a big, Everybody was so open happy arms. to see us. And yeah. yeah. And to Koh Lanta itself and Thailand itself for being so hospitable. and mm. Being such a chill island, like for being the right place at the right time for us. Like every other place felt like it existed before us and we kind of just like planted ourselves in there and then just took ourselves out. Yeah. But Colanta felt like one of those places where you ingratiate yourself into it and it is right there for you. Welcomes you. Highly recommended. 10 out of 10 for anybody who's considering traveling not just to Southeast Asia but in the world. 
11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Amazing experience. Life-changing, truly. Mm -hmm. So I love you all. Love you, Thailand. Love you, people. Love you, family. Love you, Thailand. Love you every single place that we went to. Tuesday morning, Dragon Sailor, Arrested Chill, Horizon Bar. (laughs) Everywhere. Linda's. Linda Massage. William Muay Thai. Shalom Fuik. And all the all the other little restaurants that we went to, Laughing Bird, Rims Raw. In autumn, coming back for that drink. Absolutely. Honestly, I don't know when yeah. I'm coming back for that drink. Don't know when. Thank you very much, Thailand. Kapung kap. Kapung kap. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Mm. All right. We love you. Okay. Bye.